listening to It's All About Perspective with your hosts, Abigail Peterson from Kindergarten Chaos and Principal Robert Hinchliffe. Join us as we discuss education from various points of view. Take the challenge of listening to see if your opinion changes. But no matter where you stand on the issues, remember, it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. My name is Abigail Peterson. This is episode 17. Howdy, partner. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm changing it up a little bit. That's you know? all right. That's all right. We're going to keep it's the people It's summertime. It is summertime. Well, for some of us, anyways. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's, um, you know, something I've been curious about, What what is the difference between an assistant principal and a vice principal? Is there a difference? Why, why is one called a vice principal and one called an assistant principal? There is no difference that I know of. I think it's just... I. I've never called it a vice principal. Uh, it's assistant yeah. principal in Clark County. So I don't, huh. uh, maybe maybe other parts of the country, it's a vice principal. Yeah, I wonder where I got that from. Because I actually, um, I, I was, I, well, I was born in Washington. And then, but I spent my elementary years, um, kindergarten through fifth grade in Orlando, Florida. And then we moved out here um, the summer before I went to sixth grade. So we always called it a vice principal. So I don't know. I mean, I, maybe it's regional. I don't know. I always wondered that. <laughs> I mean, you have the vice president. So why don't you have the vice principal? I, I don't know. Is it like, it, it's like second in command, right? Yeah. I mean, essentially. <laughs> in, <laughs> in most cases. Vice president, right? If something happens to the principal, then the vice principal is there. <laughs> well, no, they don't necessarily take over, but they got to take over. So that's yeah. a good question. I don't know. Interesting. No. It must be regional. Maybe our listeners can um I'll do a poll on Instagram and find out is it is it vice principal or assistant principal? Yes, yeah, if it's called yeah, if it's called vice principal. I find it interesting because when I first started teaching at um Helen Marie Smith years ago in 2006, we had a, an assistant principal half time. So he was only there two and a half days out of the week. We shared him with another school. And then he left to go become a principal of his own school. And we had a new assistant principal come in and again, shared her. And then all of a sudden it was just poof, gone. And when you came in, we did not have an assistant principal. There was no assistant principal. So it was only you as the principal. And I think that was what, for two or three years? It was four. Oh my goodness, four, four years. Okay, four yeah. years without an assistant principal. Yeah. Yeah, I know that because it was four years without an AP or uh, and three years without a counselor. So it was a very, very busy time for me. Because you were doing all those oh, doing all those roles. Yeah. So let me ask you, um, what, what are the official duties of an assistant principal? Because you have... You have done, you have been an assistant principal. I don't know that there's actually technically official duties, but I, I think most schools have responsibilities or roles. Yeah. Um, in my, and I say that because in my opinion, it should be 5149. Um, you know, we should share it. There's some things that an AP cannot do um, that. Like what? Um, approve, approve payroll. I would not have them do that or approve purchases. Anything with money. Um, I would shy away from that personally. doesn't mean they probably can't do it, but I would shy away from that because money is really what can get you in trouble. So um, I doubt very many APs do money or payroll in depth mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form. But really, I think most assistant principals, you can count on them doing uh, emergency plans, fire drills, 
they're going to do bullying investigations because the principal is the appeal. So if a parent doesn't like it, they have to appeal to me. Um, they are going to do testing. Habitually, they are people that do all of the uh, standardized testing. So when you say that, though, let's clarify. They're not physically testing, like well, I mean, actual testing. What are they doing? In some cases, they are doing WIDA tests. Uh, when I was the when I was the principal and didn't have an AP uh, at Smith, I did WIDA test. Um, you know, for for second language students, I did all of those as well as everything else. So they could potentially be giving assessments for sure. But when I say testing, I mean like organizing SBACs, um, doing the the plan for SBAC administration. Um, that's just that's just what I do. I I try to stay out of that because. Um, I think you get too many people involved in testing. It could cause some blurry lines. So mm-hmm. for me, those are really the three main things, which is uh, the emergency plans or um, things that come along with that, like wellness plans, uh, plans basically that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to be honest. All the paperwork. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the tedious stuff. And, you know, they in a, lot, in a large part, they've never done it before. So it's my job as a principal to get them experiences that they haven't done before, mm-hmm. which would be doing these plans. And then, like I said, bullying and testing, uh, they should be expected to, I think, supervise half the staff. I personally have them supervise support staff uh, just because I think that's good for them to see all sides of the school. So there's there's many, I would say, roles and responsibilities that come with being an AP. Uh, I, as the principal, just get to dictate what they are. So, uh, But I think there's some pretty standard standard issues out there that they would cover. So do you get to hire an assistant principal or does the district hire an assistant principal? And I know that is different for every district, every district is different, but let's, we're specifically talking about our district and you. So coincidentally enough, I, I am uh, in the process of hiring an AP now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, the AP at Thompson is going to uh, Pam school, Pam, who was on to be her AP. Um, because that was her mentor and she wanted to go. And she's really more of a secondary person anyways at heart. So, of course, I would support that, you know, if that's your passion and mm-hmm. you're going back to your mentor and Pam's a friend of mine, go by all means. Um, so ultimately what happens is uh, I fly the job and then people apply and they have to be qualified. And then I get a list of candidates. And from there, I can apply filters on what I'm looking for as the principal. Then based upon those filters, I interview people that meet the criteria. And that's really all. And then one more step I have is I have to turn in a, um, you know, a top three candidates to to the region. And then um, then it goes from there. So it's a process. I'm not going to lie. What, what are the qualifications like that before before they even get to you? What are the qualifications for uh, assistant? Principal? They have to have. So in Clark County, they have to have an administration degree. Um so, which is a master's degree. A, a master's degree in administration. There's also master's, I think, in urban uh, education. I don't know the exact terminology, but there's a few master's degrees that work um, for for this job. So you have to have a master's degree. Then in um, Clark County, we have what's called leadership, or it was leadership when I was there. I don't really know what the terms now are. They seem to change all the time. But you have to go through a process that is basically designed for Clark County. Um, and, and pass that. And then you get into, or then you have to apply to be in, in a assistant principal pool. So essentially in the end, you have to have an administrative 
degree. Uh, then you have to get your administrative license from the state of Nevada. You have to pass the leadership or the class that Clark County has. And um, that's pretty much it. Then you're in the pool and then you can apply to jobs that fly. Right. And and then so you choose from the pool and then you interview. Do you uh, I know, you know, for teachers and um, licensed staff, you often bring other teachers in or an admin team um, to help interview and kind of weed through the assistant principals. I know um, several years ago when you and I worked together that I was on your team to interview an assistant principal. So do you still do that? What, what's your what's your thought process behind that? Because a lot of principals there's, don't allow that at all. Yeah, there's two there's two ways to look at it. So you know, like for us at Smith, um, it was, it was my way, you know, even last year when we hired the AP um, to have people in there because they have to be able to inspire confidence in the teachers and the teachers have to trust them. And I think the teachers should, in most cases, get a say of some kind in who's going to be their Mm -hmm. boss. Ultimately, uh, everybody at Thompson hired me as their principal. When you think about it, they chose to apply they chose to accept the job, so therefore they chose to hire me as the principal. That's the way I look at it. So I think in many cases they should have some say in that. And at Smith, you know, when we when we interviewed um, uh, that day, it was a long day, and there was a lot of people. But uh, I think there was like seven seven teachers in there. But I think it's good, and you can talk about this because I think teachers are looking for certain things as well. Um, so, you know, like, I don't know if you want to talk about what you looked for in hat when we were hiring an AP, but I think it's important because again, teachers, teachers are an interesting group. They don't want someone that's going to come in and tell them what to do. They want someone that's going to come in and inspire them, I think, or, or give them ideas to do things. Does that make sense for them? Well, I, so my experience on being in the admin team, um, from a couple of years ago when we were hiring an assistant principal. Um, We had a whole day, actually two days, I believe, of um, assistant principal interviews where people came in and had time slots. And there was a whole bunch of us. I don't know. Was there 10 of us, 12 of us? There was quite a few of us. It was a lot. And um, probably probably eight now that I think about it, because there's usually um, six grade levels and then specialists. Okay. It felt like um, it felt like 12. (laughs) But anyways, um, and I think you're right. It depends, you know, everybody has their little thing, but I think overall what we were looking for was we were looking for somebody that was going to compliment you. So where you were maybe um, lax in, we wanted maybe somebody to pick up the slack in that area. And we were looking for somebody who was going to you know, follow the procedures, but at the same time, not micromanage. So I think we all agreed on that. And then we all had our own personal thoughts on, okay, is this personality, you know, a good fit for us? Is this personality not a good fit for us? Is this is this person going to be able to handle the extraness of some of the staff? And so I think I like what you call that, the extraness. That's a, that's a good um, term. So I think, you know, and, and what what happens, this is a sneak peek into when we did our interviews was after a candidate would leave, we would kind of 
go down the list and rate, you know, kind of rate them and say, this is kind of where we put them on the scale. And then I think at lunchtime, we talked about the different candidates we'd seen so far. And we said, okay, this person, you know, so far seems like a great person, you know, on paper, but they're just not a good fit for our school. They seemed like a little too rigid or, you know, I've shared this before on the podcast. I, I really do not like buzzwords. And when people constantly throw out like what they think you want to hear, let's just be authentic. Let's just, you know, it's okay to, to not have the perfect word or the perfect, you know, buzzword. Um, it's, it's okay. We we're looking for somebody who's genuine, who's going to integrate easily into our culture, our school climate and culture. And, um, and so it was a very interesting experience. It was a long two days yeah, it was it was a long time. And I think you're right. So in the past, I think I've probably, you know, I've changed a lot over the years. But when we were hiring at Smith, I was looking for someone who knew about primary because I taught intermediate. Um, and, you know, they they needed to be uh, versed in, you know, Title I um, items. Uh, and also, you'll have knowledge of what we were trying to do a little bit with houses and stuff like that. So. You, yeah, you know what? Let me just add an, add on to that because I think when you were at Smith, you had two, just two assistant principals, correct? Two, yeah. And so the first one that we hired, I think that is something that I also want to add was um, you have taught intermediate before you became an admin. And so you have a very intermediate brain. And it was great to find somebody who had taught primary. It was a great balance. And another thing, and you have said this on the podcast, so I don't feel um, like I'm throwing you under the bus, but you have also said that um, sometimes the particulars in the curriculum is not your strong suit. Right. And so it it was great to have... Um, assistant principals that were very knowledgeable in the standards and were able to, you know, talk the talk when, um, and where you were running in other areas, so to speak. Yeah. Like, I think you have to, now now this is me. I know some, some principals are different. Um, and I think this time it might be a little bit different for me as well, but, um, I think you have to try to find someone who can fill in the gaps that you have. And that's just being honest with you and the staff. So, Well, isn't that just reality? That's what you you want, even in a, in a partnership with but your... I don't think all principals want that, though. Like, I really don't. I think some principals might want someone who's going to just do whatever I need you to do or, um, you know, not cause me any problems. You know? So, again, I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody else. But for me, mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for most... Most cases is someone that could come in and add in um, to the, you know, to the environment. But as a teacher, I don't really want to work for two admin that are both super strong and disciplined, but no, but know very little about primary academics. You know, I, I, I mean, I want a balance. I want. I want somebody who, you know, understands, um, you know, behaviors, but I want somebody also who can um, deal with parents. You know, and there's some admin that are just like, nope, don't want to deal with parent issues. And so I would rather have that balance than to have two admin that are super well versed in testing. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So like, again, you know, every principle is different. But for me, I think it's always about trying to just complement what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want someone that comes in and they're five years behind or, um, you know, like if you if you interview someone and they're starting to talk about 
uh, oh, I just started growth mindset. Well, you know, we've been doing growth mindset for years. So, you know, you don't want someone who's kind of a little bit antiquated. And then I always try to stay more towards uh, the new things. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, again, I have changed. So I need someone who's a little detail oriented. I can be detail oriented, but um, you know, it helps to have someone who, who can think through certain, uh, certain times. It just mm-hmm. depends. But ultimately I think, you know, this time having been at, um, at Thompson and having been able to hire the whole staff, I think I'm more looking for someone who can come in and um, add to where we're trying to go with the vision of making it an amazing environment for kids. The teachers know what they're doing, but I don't have to worry so much about about someone who can help them teach phonics because they know. Uh, mm-hmm. I get more worry about, okay, let's look at the big picture. How are we going to move the whole bus forward? So, but you still need to have someone like for me, I really want someone this year that was in a grade level last year, because I think the teachers who went through this mess would value having someone who was in the trenches with them last year. So Mm -hmm. that's really one of the big things for me this year is someone who can talk about distance learning and talk about how hard it was to teach both online and in person and someone who can get the respect of people for having lived through it and been successful. So I think, I think, you know, it's just a different time where different skills are needed in terms of the school I'm at now. So, you know, if we were still at Smith, I probably would, I probably would want someone who's in the trenches, but probably a little more, a little more primary based or special Mm -hmm. ed based. Um, But I've been, you know, I've been in hundreds of rooms so I can handle can handle the basics of reading it's just you're looking for someone or i am that's going to move us all forward and not upset the momentum we have um so this year have you already interviewed um your candidates or is the pool still open by the so it just closed um to yesterday so by the time people hear this i will pretty much be done interviewing people so yeah if you got the interview and you listen to this then you know i'm sorry you're getting the info too late i i would love to know if um you know this is just a total random thing but you know um you have a podcast you're on instagram um you've been on our local news several times over the course of the years with different um things that we've done and and so there are i i I wouldn't say that um, you are famous in our district, no. but I would say that that <laughs> there are some people that probably know your name and definitely want to come work for you. So I would find it. I, I would love to know if there's been any candidates that um, I, I hate to say starstruck, but I, I don't. Oh, that, no, no, no. I, well, no, 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 no. It's not starstruck. Don't don't get a big head, Robert. OK, don't no, worry. but I will just say, but I will just say we had a candidate when we were um, back when we were interviewing a few years ago for assistant principal. And this candidate had been at our school um, previously just to like observe and walk through and, you know, had um had had an ex- not an experience but had an opportunity to go around and meet teachers and so this person had applied and come back to our school and when this person was in the interview it very much felt like this person was just enamored with us and with the staff and it was like that's not what we were looking for and we really liked this person but it was like can this person authentically give us feedback 
And can this person, you know, and look, it was like, oh, you guys are so wonderful. And, and this is so amazing. And there's just such, and that's nice to hear. So I'm just curious. But at the same time, like I said, we were looking for somebody who's going to come in and give us feedback and say, hey, you're not doing this correct. You know, so I'm just curious if you've had anybody that's applied that that comes in and just wants to be a part of the magic, so to speak, as you say. So. Yeah, going back and the the person that I think the person that you know that was the candidate, I think she would have been great. I don't um, think that. I think it just um, you know the person we selected just had a little bit more experience with with Title One and things that we were looking for. But I think it's a fine line because you want someone that knows what you're doing and want someone to come in and be a part of the magic. So whatever that is, you know, like at Smith, when we were just putting in houses and we were just getting all that going and, and building this amazing environment, you wanted someone who understood that and could add to it. So I haven't had anybody, I would say like starstruck is way, way, <laughs> way wrong. Well, okay. But, yeah. But you know, like, I, I use the wrong, one thing, wrong well, word. I'll, I'll say this. Like one thing that I have found again is that I think people want to be a part of something great. They don't want to be micromanaged. They want to come and move the bus forward. They want to come to a place where we're going to try different things. And that's what Thompson's all about is trying different things and not being stagnant. And I think when people probably ask about Thompson or me, I would think that that they would probably say, yeah, he's definitely not going to stay in one place. They're going to try new things. They're going to, they're going to um, be current and, and, and being an exciting environment, it's not going to be micromanaging. It's not going to be by the book. Um, but I think some people really are looking for that. And I think as a teacher on your side, you would want someone who would want to be a part of what we're trying to do and not slow it down. Yes, but I, I'm not looking for a fan. I, as a, I'm not looking for, uh, for a fan as an assistant principal. I'm oh. looking for somebody. I have said it multiple times I say it in my professional development I'm looking for somebody to provide me feedback I want authentic feedback I want somebody to, to be able to come in and say hey I noticed this I if somebody constantly tells you how wonderful you are how are you gonna grow how are you gonna grow and I don't right. I, I'm not looking for somebody who's a fan that's just gonna come in and say oh everything is just wonderful and gorgeous and I love your room and that's nice but help me as a teacher uh, grow me as an educator yeah well, one of the things that I value also with someone who understands what we're trying to do by by doing all these things is, like I said, I, I'm looking for someone who is in the classroom and someone who has experience doing what you guys have done. Because like when I used to observe you and I would suggest something, even from my intermediate brain, you know, you would reflect on that. So you want someone that's not afraid mm -hmm. to say, hey, did you try it this way? Try it that way. So I am looking for someone who is capable of providing mm -hmm. suggestions, maybe that they did or maybe that they saw or maybe they heard about to teachers to try to move them forward and make it better. I don't want someone who's just going to come, like you said, and be like, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great is not uh, timely and it's not specific. Exactly. And, and I, I'm, I liken it to somebody, to teachers that go to Ron Clark Academy. And it's like, can you do an observation on them? And actually provide good, po not positive, not necessarily, but good quality feedback, specific feedback, 
what we require from our, you know, in giving our students, could you do that? And a lot of times, you know, you just hear about people going to Ron Clark Academy and just being like, oh, it's amazing. And every single thing was just wonderful and perfect and blah, blah, you know, and it's like, I, again, you know, I'm not looking for a fan. I'm not looking right. for, you know, I, I'm looking for somebody to provide that. So. And I think too, like most teachers, especially I think the runners want feedback. They want someone that's going to give them ideas. I think the walkers and riders are afraid of the feedback. Uh, feedback. So, you know, like I want someone that's going to come in and be able to, to provide some ideas or say, Hey, we did this at our last school. What do you think? And, and have something to offer and something to add. I don't want the cookie cutter AP. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question. So let's, so, so I, obviously I am not an admin and at this particular stage in my life, I have no intentions. I've learned to give a caveat though, (laughs) but I've learned to put these little caveats on my life because every, it seems like every single time I say never, it always happens. So I'm not going to say never, but at this particular stage in my life, I have no intentions of being admin, but you never know. Who knows, right? But um, let me ask you, since I have never, you know, been an admin and I've never hired somebody, let me ask you, over the last 10 years um, that you have been a principal, what have you learned from your assistant principals? That's an excellent question. I think um, with our first AP at, at Smith, um, she was really good instructionally, I believe, at making me think about things. So um, this person, you know, she came back from a conference once. She's like, we need to ask this question. And I was like, that makes total sense. You're absolutely right. You know, I've learned, like I said, mostly a lot about instruction, especially in the primary ways is what I would say. I think all of them have made me well, this might not be a good thing. I think they have enabled me, honestly, um, to not be so detail oriented. Um, so I. Do you think that's just because they picked up your slack, or what? I think that I counted on them to be the details, um, mm-hmm. because that let me be more big picture. Like, hey, I got this great idea. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, that's good, but we got to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've helped me be more detail oriented. I will say the one thing that I loved about um, the first assistant principal that we had is that I felt like she was not afraid to speak her mind to you. And I feel like that's something that you, maybe not in the moment, but you do appreciate later on. Maybe, like I said, maybe not in the moment, but you do appreciate that because I've seen that with your teachers you know, if they speak up and they speak their minds that um, there's value in that. And I really liked how she was not afraid because again, you know, that whole fan mentality, oh, he's the principal. I don't want to, you know, I'm awestruck by him or, or, or he's the principal and I don't want to say something that's going to, you know, put me in a bad position. And I liked having worked with her. um, I, I liked that she would sometimes, you know, she would come up against you sometimes. Yeah, And that's okay. That's, and I, I prefer that because if you are so passionate about something and I'm not doing something you think is good, then you should have the ability, teacher or admin, to say like this, like she was adamant about phonics mm-hmm. 
and I am definitely not not a program person. Mm-hmm. So we got a phonics program. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, the phonics program probably caused me a lot of difficulty staff-wise, but mm-hmm. we tried it, and I listened to her about it. Um, I don't know. I can't give you any results on if it was good or bad or not. But you know what? You, you're right. Like when looking for an AP, I need a person that's going to say <laughs> the first AP, I use her all the time. Um, she would just be like, Robert, you're being a moron. Yeah. That's why I said, that's why I yeah. loved her because she wasn't afraid to speak her mind and she wasn't afraid to speak up. And I think you need that. And it, especially in a balanced, when it's a balanced admin, yeah. you know, so you, you need someone that's going to be strong enough to say that. But at the same point in time, she, both the APs at Smith were tough enough to where if I was like, no, I'm not, you're wrong. We could have that back and forth. Mm-hmm. Some people, sometimes, you, you know, some, some people don't like being told they're wrong or some people don't mm-hmm. like the conflict or, or don't want to, you know, don't, don't want to take it on. But I think an AP's job is to assist the principal and however you need to do that. And sometimes you have to advocate for the teachers mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to advocate for the principal to the teachers. It just depends, but you need someone who's strong enough to take a stand and move the bus forward. In my opinion, again, some admin don't want that. They want, they want the sheep. Just mm-hmm. do what I say. Don't mess up testing. And, and that's not my style. So, you know, like I want someone that's going to challenge us all to mm-hmm. make us better. There's, you know, the comfort zone is, it, it needs to be uncomfortable sometimes. Right. Any last parting thoughts on your experience in working either as an assistant principal or in your years working and hiring assistant principals? What do you think? If you're out there and you want to be an AP or an admin, I think it's very critical that you do, you design your own style. Don't copy me. Don't copy your principal from high school. Don't copy your last principal. Don't copy anyone develop your own style you're going to have strengths and you're going to have weaknesses uh, but don't be afraid to try to have someone help you with your weaknesses like you have to have the team mentality and the school as a whole mentality and if you're not willing to reflect um, it's going to be really hard for you I think you just have to you have to understand that it's my job as a principal to put you in positions that make you grow and we have done like to get to this point in my career we've done almost everything and if you want to be where we're at then you have to go through it too Mm -hmm. you have to you have to call the parent when you know you're going to get yelled at you have to go uh kick people off campus in the parking lot that are fighting Mm -hmm. you have to you know you give an uncomfortable um (laughs) evaluation to a teacher you have to write that teacher up you know i've done it now i can do it but you're not going to learn from that so every uncomfortable situation you get put in, it's going to make you grow and be better so that eventually when you're in your whatever year I'm in as admin, mm-hmm. you know, it's never fun giving someone a notice ever for me, but I at least know how to do it. I know the process. I know I will live. Um, but from the, from the, from your, from your standpoint, give some advice to what you would want or you want to tell. Um. Well, I- I, and I was just thinking, as you were saying, is there ever, do you know of any assistant principals that like they 
are happy being assistant principal and they have no ambitions to move on to a principalship and they are just content being second in command? I, I struggle with this one greatly because there are a lot of APs out there who've been an AP for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that because I, I have always, I didn't want to just stop at AP. Like I want mm-hmm. to be a principal. So I don't feel like, again, I struggle with this. I've had a gone back and forth. If you, it's kind of like the teacher. Like if you can't, if you can't get to a certain place, then some point in time, you got to kind of get out of the place. So is it, is it because they want to be a principal and they're never going to get there or they just, they just don't want the responsibility of being a principal. It depends on the situation. But I think if you want to be a principal and you're 12 years down the road and you're not there yet, you've got to kind of look in the mirror mm-hmm. um, a little. And and that's a hard thing to say, but I'm sure there's some people out there who want to be an AP and that's all they want to be. Or, you know, they took a bad path or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's your answer to that. So. <laughs> I just was thinking about that. Um, I don't really necessarily have any advice because like I said, I'm that would be... Um, well, what should an AP not do, in your opinion, for teachers? Um, or- I, I think it's, you know, I think it's always really good to know what the climate and the culture of the school is and kind of read the room, so to speak. Don't come into a school and think that you are going to suddenly change every single thing, just like a, a principal. You're not going to, Rome wasn't built in a day, and it only stirs, uh, it, it's like, you know, it stirs the pot and it, it doesn't make for a fun environment or productive environment to work in. So I say, get to know your teachers, get to know um, what their strengths are and what their, you know, some things that they could work on. And as a, as a veteran teacher that um, doesn't know it all, but was was really good at what I was doing. I'm I have no problem with someone coming in and giving me suggestions and feedback. I am all ears for it. But please don't come into my room and immediately start saying, "Well, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and you shouldn't do that," because automatically I'm going to be a little defensive. And so read the room, fill in those gaps where the principal is. You know, it, that's not their strong suit. Um, you know, I, I I love a cohesive team. I love a cohesive team because it seems to make the school run really smooth. I knew who I could go talk to if I had an issue with a parent, and I knew who I could go talk to if I had if I had a question about a standard or a, you know a testing issue. And um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the good cop bad cop of like oh well this you know this person I, you know mom and dad don't play yeah yeah I don't, like I, I, don't I don't really like that um so maybe there's just some some things to think about um I think, yeah to, to summarize for me the number one thing you want to do as a new ap is develop relationships and build trust if you do those you're going to be okay i agree i agree and no matter where you stand on the issues Remember, Remember, it's all about perspective. Thanks for joining us today and see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We would love to hear your perspective on this episode. Head over to our Instagram page, It's All About Perspective 2021, or our Facebook and Twitter page and share your opinion. Don't forget to subscribe or rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. And one last thing, remember, it's all about perspective.